Driver, I said, drivers, start your engines. Welcome for listening to On with Spodson. Um, I am one of your, your co-hosts, Mike. And today, once again, we're playing shorthanded. Up in Wisconsin, I have uh, two good friends of mine, Bill. Here we go. And Brady Kaiser. I'm back, bitch. <laughs> Brady Spears. All right. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about the Brewers and Jeremy's the Packers locally. Here, and then if you the listeners, Jeremy's gone. He died. Oh, yeah. That's why we're paying. Well, we weren't supposed to tell anyone that yet. New, breaking news. Spoiler alert. Dead. Yeah, we're going to do a sick live show, live from the funeral. It's going to be dope. Yeah, follow me on Smash that motherfucking like button. Whatever. But yeah, we'll be recording the whole thing. All right. Um. So, locally, hold on. We got to get a little bit serious, right? Do we need to play the Get Serious music? Do up. Yeah, All right. I'll, I'll play the Get Serious music because we do have to talk about all right. All right, we got to talk about a little bit serious. Um, Josh Hader, not great. Not great, Bill. You want to go ahead and take this one on? Um, I don't... The, uh, the Brewers fans gave him a standing ovation when he came out to pitch for the first time after um, some racially insensitive tweets were found from Hader back uh, back in the day. And, uh, yeah, came on the field, and, and people were very, very excited to have him back out on the mound um, to the point where, you know, they were yelling, yeah, and clapping and cheering on um, what would be someone who might be considered a racist or was considered a racist. You know, if I, t- if I didn't tell you that where this was happening, you would just assume it was happening in Boston, so... You know, good, good on Milwaukee for acting like a big coastal elite city. Hey, they're trying to, they're trying to win. Boston has a winning culture, Brady. Exactly. So, Bill, you want to, you want to tackle that? Yeah. Well, first thing you got to understand, um, it's not every day that you see a pitcher have to face adversity like he did. Um, so I talked to him. Um, no, but seriously, I yeah, the, yeah, the standing O was very strange to me. Um, I, I mean, I, I understand fans wanting to show support, you know, and be like, Hey, like we understand it. Like, we know what you did was wrong, but we, we understand that you changed. So we're out here supporting you, but the standing ovation and the enthusiasticness of it was not a good look. And, and also when you watch the video and they scan the crowd, there is, negative black people in the crowd. So really, like, <laughs> it's no one who was actually affected by the things he said or who would actually care. Right. Yeah, that's the other thing. I remember seeing, there was pictures I saw on Twitter from his press conference and like, oh, here's the whole team out to support him. Saw zero of the black players or the Latino players. Yeah. Weird so, how that works, huh? Yeah, it's kind of strange just seeing a bunch of white dudes in the room. Eh, whatever. Well, you know, you know okay. what's uh, you know, um, Josh Hader probably got asked about it by his teammates, and he got pressed a little bit. And we actually have uh, exclusive audio of his response. Uh, so yeah, we got that here for you. So yeah, um, that that's Josh Hader's response to um, yeah. So you're a racist, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's that's your hard hitting journalism for the day. Uh, so hey Brady, you, I want you to play um. Josh Hader's response. I'm gonna ask him a few questions, okay? Yeah. Uh, so, Josh, we saw uh, that you had a few racially insensitive tweets from back when you were 17. Uh, how do you feel about that? And and you said you you hate gays. Um, what what did you mean by that? Okay. Um, what about using the N word with a har yar? Um, that's probably not fine, right? Uh, what, 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 Josh, what would you say to the people who might have been offended by by what you said? All right, thanks. <laughs> All right, let's go to something a little bit lighter for two of our members and not as light for the other ones. 
the Milwaukee Brewers. Push me to the edge. All my friends are dead. Push me to the edge. All my friends are dead. I've lost eight of their last nine, Phil. Um, that's well, they're currently losing their eighth of their nine, so yes. Game's not over, but they're down nine. Didn't you just tell okay. me that position players were going to start pitching? I think that might be coming up soon. Okay. No, I, I mean, yes. I'm just saying it's not. The game isn't officially over, so we technically haven't lost eight of our nine, but yes, we've lost eight of nine. Yeah, so um, the collapse is real. We, I mean, we all knew it was coming. Um, we lost eight of nine, but last night I did get a text from Bill at about two in the morning. Um saying we're only two and a half back in the loss column. But how many back are you actually? Oh, I'm sorry, is this to me? <laughs> oh, yes, I said you texted me no, late last night. I was asking Mike. Um, yeah, so we were two and a half back last night. Um, has, the, uh, has the Cubs game ended yet? Is that final? Um, they're up by one. Okay, so we're about to be, uh, what is that, three and a half? Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's fine. That's Slow fine. it up. That's Slow fine. it up. Uh, where, where are you on the panic button? Um, oh, it's it's gone. I, I smashed that days ago. Okay, so they need pitching, Bill. That's what you have written down here? Yeah, need pitchers. Pitchers are bad. <laughs> Oh, did you? Uh, do you want to know what Chase Anderson's ERA in the first inning is? This what is, is it? Uh, it's about seven and a half. <laughs> oh man! So, um, is there any chance that they make the playoffs, Bill? Well, I mean, never say never, but probably not. What does the wild card look like? Uh, I think we're actually not. I think. Well, as of yesterday, we were tied with the Diamondbacks, I think. For first. So here's, the, here's the good news. Here's the good news. Um, Give me the good news. The last team to win a World Series from the National League Central Division also had a problematic left-handed reliever. So, so in case you – yeah, so we're actually up a half game in the wild card right now. Ooh. All right, so do you want to talk any about the Brewers, Bill? Like, other than that, other than they've just been, like, very, very bad. Very, very bad at the wrong time. Well, we are – I saw a tweet saying that we're interested in Kevin Gaussman. Gaussman? I don't know. For the Orioles. It doesn't matter. Yes. Who is a uh, – he's not a good pitcher. And then we were also <laughs> interested in their second baseman, John, Jonathan Shoup who is a below-average second baseman. But, Bill, let's, let's give the specific stats on this, because we were talking about this before the uh, pod. The pitcher, which Hooping. I already forgot his name, he has a whip of, like, 137, I believe, which is, not, which is not great. No. But I specifically not. remember the, pit, the, the, the second baseman, um, who I also forgot his Shoop was his name? Was it Poop? What? Yes. Poopity Shoop. Okay, thank you. It's um, Poopity Shoop had a uh, OPS of 650, which is a solid 100 points below the average. So yeah. So okay, let me give you let me give you his stats. What so, are they doing? Well, let me give you the stats. Let me tell you what they're doing. So Kevin <laughs> Kevin Gaussman in 19 games this season, he's four and seven with a 4.33 ERA and a WHIP of 1.37. He is good for one win against replacement. All right. um, now the second, yeah. the second baseman here, uh, number Jonathan Shoop, number six. Um, in seventy-eight games this season, he's hitting two twenty-nine, two sixty-two, slugging three ninety-four with an OPS of six fifty-six. You say he's slugging three ninety-four? That is correct. Good for point four wins against replacement. Now that is someone I would give up players for. <laughs> All right. Um, is there anything else other than th we knew this was going to happen, though, right? Brady, we knew. I told Bill, I mean, it's probably on re the recording on the pod of weeks ago, 
potentially months ago where I said, don't get your hopes up because you're, there are only certain teams that are allowed to be good, and we just don't happen to cheer for any of them. So there's no point in getting Unless excited. Because, oh yeah, I meant you and I. I'm not talking about Mike because yeah, Mike's a Mike, Mike gets to be a fake suffering Cubs fan where he like was like, oh, we were bad for like five years, and then now we're like one of the best teams ever. Ugh. You yeah. know, but like, but you know, the Angels, the, the Brewers, they're just never gonna be good. They're cursed. Right. No, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. No, my name's Mike. Uh, boy, Joe, Joe Madden, he, he lost us that Game 7 of the World Series, even though they won it. Yeah, woohoo. Cry those little tears. Yeah, I mean, you're not lying. Jeremy not literally lying. passed out for you guys winning the World Series. Yeah. So triggered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, let's talk about the, uh, the Packers a little bit. Training camp starts in how many days, Bill? Four. Four days. Packers training camp starts up, um, and so we wanted to do a little, uh, little it season season about um, Packers and really in general uh, what is happening this time of year because there's no other news. So it it turns into a lot of uh, a lot of different seasons that tend to repeat each other every single year. So, Bill, you want to start? Yeah. So I would say it is. Um, it's the. Uh, uh, the uh, undrafted rookie who looks really good in camp season. Ooh. Yep, yep. Yeah, it's still in the sixth round season. Yeah. It's still the draft. <laughs> it's, uh, it's in shape season, so either someone's showing up and they're in the best shape of their lives or they are not in great shape showing up to camp. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, I'm going to go with it's fake news season, but not in the, like, Donald Trump fake news, like CNN fake news sense of the word like i'm gonna write an article about this thing that isn't actually news but i'm gonna pretend it's important because i get paid to write things uh matt there's an article on pro football talk that's about a one sentence quote about matt Nagy saying that it's quote up to kevin white to do it in, in preseason which doesn't Ooh, which it is kevin white season that's 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 true. True. It's Thanks for bringing that up, Mike. That's a, that's a good point. Kevin White season. Uh, so the season hasn't started yet, so there's still hope for Kevin White. Um, so thoughts and prayers to his knees. It's uh, it's the vets taking the young guys under their wings season. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I also, it's also the uh, the uh, the cornerback, the young cornerbacks making picking off Aaron Rodgers, making play season. Gets everyone, gets everyone hyped beyond belief. My dad, when there was a report of like a few weeks ago about how the Packers corners, like rookie corners, had picked off Aaron Rodgers a couple times, he was like actually laughing at the. He was like, "Oh, don't worry, you know, Aaron, Aaron might not be, probably wasn't taking it very seriously. You know, begin beginning of practices, you know, let him let him get a couple, you know, make him feel good, build the confidence, and then you know, they they start they start getting too loud. He'll put him in their place. You know, he'll he'll start throwing <laughs> dots past them. Yeah, no, that's good. yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a confidence building season. Yes, yes, it is. It is confidence building season. It's it's also um it's the season where is this is this is this X players breakout year season. Mm-hmm. Ooh, or now that we've got a, a new you know a new uh, defensive coordinator, is this uh is this is this its year his year season? Just the year we turn around defensively, shaking it up season, mm. shaking things up. Yep. All right. So um, let's move on to our national stuff. Um, the NBA, Carmelo got traded to the Atlanta Hawks and he was bought out. So he got the full buyout. When we're all making fun of Melo, Melo's making money. And um, now he gets to choose where he wants to go for free agency. And it sounds like it's either Miami or Houston. Yeah, I'm going to steal a take from the Levitard show here. And uh, Dan was talking about how essentially his decision is one of two things. He either is he either wants to go to Houston and try to win something, or he just retires early and cashes a paycheck and goes to Miami. Because if he goes to Miami, he's not actually competing for anything. And so it's essentially just move to a nice place where I can just go to the beach every day and cash a check and take 30 shots a night. And is I there any chance that he actually goes to Houston? 
I, I think it depends if he wants to actually like play in an NBA championship or not, or like play in like a conference finals or get out of the first round. Yeah, I think I saw a tweet from like Mark Spears or one of those other verified guys that Houston's a front runner. Yeah, they are front runners. Well, I meant in I meant front runners in the race for Mello. Oh, oh, gotcha. Yeah, sorry, I should I I should have. Yeah, what I meant to say is um, not yeah, I meant to say wouldn't not would. I um, I just think that this whole Carmelo Anthony thing is hilarious because I don't. He's not that good anymore, right? And uh, the idea that he isn't going to take the money when he, every every point along the line he's taking the money and finally he's going to be like, you know what? I'm going to go play under D'Antoni who hates me, and I'm going to take less money. because It's a lose-lose for him because if he goes to Houston, they're still not going to win the championship, and then when they lose, then it'll be on him again. Can you imagine if he got D'Antoni to quit again? <laughs> That's just the rest of his career. He just chases D'Antoni, getting him to quit everywhere he goes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so good. And then Kawhi Leonard got his wish, and he got traded. Um, now, he got traded to Toronto, which reports early were that he was not excited about having to play in Toronto. But apparently now new reports are is that he's excited and he's going to play. So we don't know. Oh, okay, okay. I think this is a really stupid trade for Toronto. Like, I just don't understand it even a little bit. Because Kawhi isn't going to stay there. And you know that maybe there's like, yeah, maybe there's a non-zero chance that he stays. But you can't expect to even begin to predict what this guy's going to do because the team that like drafted him and made him oh, an NBA champion literally had, couldn't keep him on their team. So like you're not you're basically just getting him for a year and then in a year you're going to lose him and be worse. So I don't get what they're doing. They had an amazing year last year and they won like 60 games and DeMar DeRozan was almost an MVP candidate and they only didn't make it to the conference finals because they went up against Le- LeBron James and like that's just not fair. And if now LeBron's gone, I, uh, I just don't, I just don't see what you, I don't get what you're doing. They were just like, oh, we're just gonna be worse in a year now. That's good. This is, uh, this is an image move uh, by Pop, um, because, and I like it. This he's playing the long game here, and he's like, you know what? Y'all think this is my fault? I'm gonna get around the nicest people in the world, and if he can't get along with Canadian people, then it's not on Pop, and we know that. So I like the long game by Pop here. It's an image move. Fair. <laughs> I think it's it, we should do that with with people who you know we're not sure if they're likable or unlikable. Just send them to Canada, and if they can get along with Canadian people, then we know they're just unlikable people. Yeah, I think this is also um, a good uh, a good way to, to show athletes uh, don't have your uncle be your spokesperson. <laughs> that is the weirdest part about all of this. The, the fact, fact that he hasn't said a word, like, he hasn't said a word about it. Yeah. No, it's, it's like, I don't understand, like, oh, yeah, like, my family has my best interests at heart, like, instead of, you know, there's no bias there. Right, right. That's weird, man. It's weird that he doesn't say anything. He doesn't say anything. Man, it's weird. I'm excited to see where it goes. Do you guys have anything else on that? No. Great. So now we can talk about the fact that Tiger Woods is back. Not back. Yeah, I don't get what you're doing. Okay. Well, he was back. He was back for like you know, 30 seconds. And in those 30 seconds, my life was at its peak. But like, but but he didn't win. Oh my gosh. It doesn't break. He's top 50 in the, he's top 50 in the world. Yeah. Not back. Back. Not back. Can't be, okay. can't be back and be top 50. That's not how that works. It was seriously riveting watching him have a lead on Sunday. For maybe. maybe. Yes, but it was great. It was a great hole and a half. You guys are such haters. I'm not a hater. You're just getting excited about a guy who didn't win. Yes, that's what I do. Getting excited about a guy who's old and can't golf like he used to. Well, like he could still maybe win a, like a tournament, right? Like... He as long as he's like healthy and he just needs to be near 
a tournament, yeah, maybe one one weekend he'll get really hot and he'll win. But like, Tiger will never. Like, what do you mean Tiger's back? He's, He's back. back. This, this is like, like it needs no explanation. He's back. This would be like me if I get like from a couple years ago if I got excited when Tom Watson made a charge at the Open and almost won. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Watson was like 70 years old. Man. Yeah, he's back though. Yeah, but he's, he's back. He was back. Right. And then he was so old, he literally broke his back. Oh, also Tiger. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's when, did, did he ever? Did he ever take a take a swing at the tee box and then have to lay down on on there? <laughs> Tom <yet>. Watson. <laughs> oh man. It was great, though. It, Brady was sleeping. Bill was watching with me. It was so much fun having Tiger in contention. I was half watching it. What? I was half watching. Okay. It was really nice experiencing it on Twitter because I woke up way after it all happened. And so I, I started at the top of my feet, and I was like, oh, Tiger choked. And then as I was going down, I was going further back in time when it, people were in the oh. middle of it, and everyone was just like, oh, my gosh, Tiger's back, Tiger's back. And then, and then he just wasn't immediately. And Skip Bayless said that he didn't have enough like energy, or no, he said that he like couldn't focus enough or something, some great intangible. It was, it was pretty good. Um, Tiger Woods being back just makes me so happy. It it is it's one of the happiest. It's probably been my happiest moment of the last six months of my life when Tiger Woods was leading on Sunday. But didn't you say he was back for like a long time, like a long time ago, like the last tournament? He was like kind of close. You said he was back. He hasn't, he hasn't, he hasn't finished. He hasn't finished a top ten in a major in five years. Back. Thank you. I appreciate. it. Oh yeah. So just to round out this segment, I just want to read the uh, the Skip Bayless tweet that after he lost, after Tiger was not back anymore. Um, mm-hmm. Feel sorry for the billions, billions of Tigers fans. I don't know who. Billions with a B. Yeah, billions with a B. That's all. Okay. Billions of Tigers fans who gave up a big chunk of their Sunday to root him home in a British Open that ultimately came down to dot, dot, dot. Huh? Molinari versus Shoffley? Shoffley? No, no, no. It's it's Shoffley. Killing him Shoffley. Okay, killing him Shoffley. Two players many Tiger fans probably hadn't heard of today. Okay, here's the thing about all of this. Uh... If you are either killing him Shoffley or Molinari, how weird is it that pretty much 95 or 90% of the people who are watching you or are watching the stands are hate-watching you because they want Tiger to win? I mean, I feel like that's most of the people Tiger's ever gone up against, right? Like, nobody really cares about golf except for Tiger. Nobody roots for golfers except for Tiger. Like, you never get, like, people rooting for individual golfers. I think I think, I think that, that that makes Molinari very selfish because he isn't sacrificing his win for the winning of the game, like a for like promoting the game of golf. He, he's selfish. What's best for the game? What's best for the game? You playing for the name on the back of your polo shirt or on the front? I think Who are you playing on for? The front is probably a sponsor, so I would bet the front. I think I think sponsors are on the back too. So selfish. Yeah, yeah. Golfers don't wear jerseys, so it's the millennium generation. Yep. Right. What are you supposed to do? That's why millenniums. That's why the millenniums don't like the sport because they're so selfish. Yeah, they'd, okay. They'd rather they'd, re- they'd rather eat their avocado toast. <laughs> All right. Um, my mom Brady, sent me a picture of avocado uh, toast you. the other day. Oh, who did? My mom. Did she did did buy? Did she buy you something? No, she put slices of avocado on toast and sent it to our family group text and said, this is actually pretty good. Wow, did you call your mom a coastal elite? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I did. I also called her a lib cook. Yeah, yeah, I actually did. I called her a soy boy lib cook. I actually actually did call my dad a coastal elite. Because he has to he has to fly out to uh, to Jersey for a job like every two weeks, and so yeah. Did uh Brady? Did your mom come back like come back at you with calling you like an incel or something? Well, I mean that would be a little inappropriate to like make fun of me for something like a part of who I am. So I think she just knows <laughs> not to cross the line. 
All right. Um, um, so, so I, I think, Brady, you can you can take this one and run. Um, we have here on the rundown, uh, Rob Manfred is a douchebag and Fudge Rob Manfred. Yeah, man, Fudge Rob Manfred. So during, over the All-Star break, <laughs> he got asked about, like, okay, so why? Like, because baseball has a star problem. Because baseball has lots of good players, but nobody knows them. And, like, Mike Trout has the same Q rating as Kenneth Fareed. Who? The Manimal. <laughs> My bad. New York net great. And so he got asked about that, and he's, he basically said, I don't want to put it on Mike, but then he went into describing all the ways that Mike Trout doesn't do enough to be, like, popular, even though he has his own signature shoe, is a, is a, a the face of the Nike baseball brand, and is sponsored by um, Body Armor. So, like, yeah, you're right. He's not doing enough, like, nationally. But he just blamed Mike Trout for not being famous, and... I just, I want to co-opt. I had a lot of theory about this because it's like, oh man, baseball is just boring. Like it just, I don't, don't, it's not the person. Like Bryce Harper is barely recognizable and he's like supposedly this big personality and does all this stuff. And I, I want to co-opt uh, Tim Kirchner's take on this and that he said that Mike Trout is the best player to ever play the game and his play is enough for the, like, the game of baseball. Like, he gives enough by just being the best to ever do it. So Rob Manfred should maybe just uh, shut his mouth and uh, uh, <laughs> shut up and dribble. Shut up and dribble. Sticks with sports. Um, okay, so a little bit. I was doing some research on uh, Rob Manfred, and of course he's from New York, right? Um, listen to him. But now, so what? You listen to him talk. Of course he's from New York. You look. He kind of looks like a duck. So, so maybe, maybe he's a quack. quack. <laughs> maybe. Uh, uh, that, that could be it. it. Um, so, so I guess it's, it's really weird. This is this is a, this like a, a couple times here. He has. Said, I mean, when did he take over in 2014? Yeah. So he took over in 2014, and so he he had that really bad public interview with Levitard. Yeah. And then he has this. Um, I say we petition to get Bud back in there. Get Bud back. Let's get Bud back. And I, I don't mean any offense by this, but it might. Is is Rob Manfred Jewish? Um. Well, he doesn't own a media company, so I don't think so. I don't. Okay, that's and there's nothing. Give me a second. Does he own any newspapers? Rob Manfred Jewish. Hold on here. We could just throw. We could just throw shellfish at him. Anytime we see him. Unless I'm also I, think he is. I think he is. I think he is. I think he is. Okay. I was going to say, because he needs a new haircut because his hair looks like a yarmulke. He's probably actually wearing one. You just can't tell. <laughs> Permanent. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice, nice gap tooth. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that's what I'm, yeah, he kind of looks like a duck. Kind of looks, looks like, like yeah, yeah. Shut up, yeah, you look like a duck. Right. right. Um, but yeah, it's really weird how a commissioner would talk this like that's like talking badly about your your the best player in, in the league. Like, do you see do you see any of the other commissioners talking bad about like Adam Silver isn't talking bad about LeBron James and uh. Uh, the uh, NFL commissioners are talking uh, bad about Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. No, but no, but the owners are. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> oh wait, the owners are talking bad about the commissioner. No, the owners are talking talking bad about the players. I'm sorry, that's on me. That's a fine on me. I missed the joke. Two minutes, get out of here. I'm out. Okay, well now that Mike's gone, um, we're gonna get into the segments, and first. We're workshopping this segment for the second week in a row, I believe. Back from the dead. Who said you could get out of here? Oh, 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 that wasn't even one minute. Get out of here. What? Two more minutes. What are you doing? Jeez, respect the game. All right, so I'm pretty sure you guys are back. I'm going to fight you in, in real life with my fists. 
Somebody get this guy out I'm of here. I'm going to make Jeremy cut your audio for the entire episode, and it's just going to be just a blank. Just there's 0% chance that Jeremy puts in that much effort. That would also require him to get it done before next month, but I don't know. <laughs> and get out of here. I don't care if that was a clever joke. Get out of here. Okay, so for the third time, uh, Back from the Dead is uh, a segment that you, I believe you guys debuted last week. So, Bill, do you want to start it? Sure. So, yeah, so Back from the Dead, it's, it's like... Um, um, it's like, uh, you know, uh, it's, um, shoot, I don't know how the best way to describe it. So, um, Back from the Dead is like something that like has been gone away for a long time. Bill, you know what? Get out of here. Two minutes. I'm doing it by myself. Get out of here. Get out of here. All right. Um, I, I got a study here for you. This is what I found. Um, CNBC tweeted, and I think that this is a little bit reckless. Okay. Drinking as many as eight cups of coffee a day could help you live longer, study says. And I, I don't know the science, but I'm guessing that's wrong. Well, I'm sure the study was like they found like they like were measuring the life expectancy of people and also were like comparing that to how much coffee they drink. And there's like one guy who like, dude, this guy, Jeff, he just drinks like 19 cups of coffee a day and he's 107. He's doing cocaine. He's like, it just helps, you know? It just keeps me going. Put a little nitrous <laughs> in the old engine. My body literally can't die because it can't <laughs> slow down. Okay, um, so, okay, so you were explaining back back from the dead. Go ahead and explain. Okay, well, I, I think, um, I think I'll do a better job than Bill did because, good lord, but... Um, I believe it's something that was like has been gone for a while, or like we all thought died and went away, and it just all of a sudden made a, a triumphant return. So, uh, my, to, I mean, to start off the segment, my back from the dead is bad football news. As I uh, try, I talked about, I talked about this a little bit earlier, but uh, just football stories that aren't actually stories, and like people talking about intangibles that nobody knows what anything means. Um, those football stories are starting to circulate around. And, you know, they die after the football season ends because nobody actually cares until they have money riding on it. And then they like to pretend that <laughs> this guy looking good in training camp means he's going to have a breakout season and you should draft him in, like, the sixth right, round. Right, right. So, yeah, bad football news is uh, back from the dead. I like, I like it. it. I, like I like it. it. Bill, Bill, do you want to go, go do a back from the dead now that you're back? Back, back from the dead, Bill. Bill. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, Bill. <laughs> hey, Bill. <laughs> Um, can, you, uh, can you tell us what your uh, what your back from the dead is? My back from the dead, yeah, sure. Um, so I really liked the way that that Brady explained the segment. Um, it was much better than I could do, but I also really liked it because I think it, it perfectly encapsulates my back from the dead. Who is Josh Hader? Oh, back from the dead. <laughs> back from yeah. Back from death by Twitter mob. <laughs> he, had face, he, had to, he had to face a lot of. He had to persevere through through a lot of adversity. Uh, but he came out on the other side better for it. <laughs> Is he better for it? All right. He, he he understands his mistakes, and he knows what he said was wrong, but he was just a kid when he said it. It's not who he is now as a person. So we're all just moving on and accepting him. Well, well, the white people are accepting him. We don't. We still haven't heard from a single minority, so we'll we'll have to go try to find one. Milwaukee. Just go to the north side. They're all there. Yeah, but they're not allowed at the Brewer games, so we don't know. Oh, true. Yeah. That is a weird rule to have. Yeah. That law. Yeah. So weird. Yeah. Um, okay, so I have two I have two back from the dead. Um, the first one is Italy. So uh, Molinari is the first Italian. Um, first Italian golfer to win a major championship. And... That's really nice because Italy was like dead for a while after the financial crisis of 08, and they still have like 150 percent of 150 percent of their national debt. National debt is 150 percent of their GDP. Um, so they're broke, and so the 1.8 million that Molinari won should uh, should put a nice dent in that. So they were also on the wrong side of World War II. So well, yeah. Yeah, that's a real problem. And then, and then uh, chivalry is back from the dead. So um, there was a story. I didn't, I didn't in, like to have more than one. Sorry. Ooh. Ooh. Hey, Bill, when you actually know what the segment is, 
then you can start criticizing how people execute it. Okay. <laughs> um, so a there's a local. Uh, well, it's not. It's kind of local for me. Um, an Atlanta newspaper. Uh, the headline is probably no second date for this guy, since cops say he stole his date's car and then used it to take out another girl. So um, chivalry. This guy wanted to impress any his side girl. It is heady play. His side heady play. His side girl so much that. Um, he stole another girl's car. So, that, I mean, that's chivalrous, right? Yeah. Yeah. I just questioned the uh, the idea that, yeah, I'm going to – I want to steal a car. So, in order to do that, I'm going to give my name and, and contact information to a stranger so I can meet them at a place to then steal their car. They'll never know who stole it or how to find me. The best part about the story was that the girl that he picked up was his original date's god sister. So cousin, me or oh yeah, that's weird. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a little bit weird. But I don't understand how that works either. Someone, Someone explained it to me before, and it's just I don't want I don't want to go into it. Cause like we we could be here for hours. Like I'm a godfather, like, and but like my niece doesn't have like a god sister. Like that doesn't make sense. So if you had a kid that was a daughter, then that would be that would be my daughter. Would they be cousins? Yeah, yeah, but okay, but let's say you weren't related. Roll Tide. <laughs> Roll Tide. Okay. Um, and then uh, we are going to workshop another segment, um, a new segment called Never Forget. Um, and that's one that Will and I uh, brainstormed while Brady was sleeping this morning. Um, and it's just, you know, things that people shouldn't forget. Um, you want to start us off with some, Bill? Sure. Um, so a couple things right off the top of my head. Uh, people shouldn't forget the Alamo, Dr. Dre, 9-11, and Paul Pierce pooping his pants in the finals. <laughs> Brady, do you have one? Um, I uh, never forget uh, the, the time Josh Hader was a racist. I feel like we all kind of moved to buy that pretty quickly. And uh, I feel like like we already forgot, so I just want us to remember that. The fans absolved him of his sins. <laughs> <laughs> um, for my never forgets, uh, I have never forget that Tony Larusa got a DUI the night the Cardinals won the World Series, and he was found uh, passed out at a stoplight. When I tell you to begin, I want you to close your eyes and tilt your head back. And I want you to recite the English alphabet from A to Z in a non-rhythmic manner. Don't sing it. Any questions about that? Okay, you may begin. A, B, C, D, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, I, Z, M, N, O, P, Z, Q, R, S, T, U, V, V, Z, T, U, V, X, Y, X, Z. Who knew the alphabet had 10 Zs in it? I didn't. And also that the alphabet was, was, was 57 letters. <laughs> Well, yeah, you got to fit in all those extra Z's somewhere. <laughs> I didn't oh, have two axes, but... <laughs> um, I also uh, never forget David Ortiz did steroids, so, you know, that's pretty wild. Um, okay, so then uh, let's move on to some more more traditional segments. Uh, we already did uh, It's Seasons Season. Did you, do you guys have any more you wanted to add on? I do. Uh, it's trade season. Ooh, just, just a few weeks away from the MLB trade deadline, so the stove is hot. Uh, I've got one. I didn't actually know what to call this one, but I know how to describe it. It's uh, I, I called it True Colors season, but so okay. Country Jam just ended here, and so it's uh, it's the season where people who pretend like a couple weeks ago I said it was the season where people pretend to like country music because there are country festivals. Well, now it's time for those people to come back to reality and show their true colors and take off the, the, the cowboy hats and the boots and put them in the closet for another 364 days because the, the, the country jam is over, and so they, have to, they get to stop pretending to like country music. I like that. I like that. Um, I just want to reiterate my point for my It's Season season. Um, once again, it's still mystery team season, but I would like to – Reiterate my point that 
these people are making it up when they say that there's a mystery team that's in the running and they're just doing it to save their asses. They're liars. Um, okay. So that was really fun. Over and underrated? Yeah, I'll go. Um, so overrated for me, I put having a good baseball team. Um, it's not fun. Uh, it, it's really, it's it's really bad when they when they just crush your soul. Uh, so my underrated is being bad at baseball. Because when that when that happens, then there's no hope anyway. So you can just just ignore everything. I can second that. Uh, my my over underrated is along a uh, similar line. Um, seeing as the Angels have been out of the any sort of meaningful baseball for like the entire season and that my basketball team sucks and that the Panthers will probably be slightly above average and losing the playoffs again this year. Um, overrated sports. I don't know. Not that fun. I don't see what the, I don't see what the big fuss is about. Uh, underrated, a good book, you know, just cozying up nice blanket and uh, getting down and reading a nice, nice, nice literature. I think that's uh, something that we don't, we don't do enough. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right. All right. Um, my overrated is Dwight Howard, um, just because Bob Ryan tweeted this last week, if I had to play a basketball game for my life tonight and the only center available was Dwight Howard, I'd play with four. My team is on the floor, sir. <laughs> and then underrated, uh, golf. I really enjoyed watching golf today. It was a lot of fun. And uh, it's really intense if you have a rooting interest. Oh, sounds a lot like other sports. Uh, so yeah uh, back to the sports actually Um, All right, stat of the day I don't have one so I can just take my fine now I I didn't have one before we started alright bye bye. later alright Bill yeah I gotta my twitter just shut down so I gotta go grab it again Okay. okay, then I'll do mine. Um, okay. okay, so uh, my stat centers around um, Joey Votto uh, because Joey Votto is probably the most underrated player in the league every year. And so the stat is Joey Votto has 6,563 career plate appearances. He has never popped out to the catcher, pitcher, or first baseman. So then I'll supplement that with Joey Votto pop-ups by year, and, and a pop-up is a classified as something that stays in the infield that's caught by an infielder, right? So, since 2010, Joey Votto has had seven pop-ups, um, and he had no, not a single pop-up in all of his at-bats in 2010, 2016, and then so far in 2018. Wow. That's pretty wild. Yeah, it just doesn't just put the ball up. No, he does not. He has ground balls. <laughs> All right, yours? Yes. Okay, so um, I'm sure everyone knows the World Series MVP. Uh, it's named after Willie Mays. Would you like to know Willie Mays' uh, stat line in the World Series? Yes. In 20 games, he hit 239, 308, 282, no home runs. So he's a choker. Yes. He's a fraud. Fraud. Willie Mays. We're on the Willie Mays fraud. Ooh, ooh. All right, guys. I have a really good idea. I'm sorry, Brady. We'll get to your stat of the day. So I think we need to do this thing. I don't have one. So I already said that. I don't have a stat of the day. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Um, okay. So um, I, was, I was reading a book. I was taking Brady's advice. I was reading a book. And uh, I was reading about how when we were writing when we were writing the constitution the federalists would start like calling themselves like that like you know if they were like four something very simple so like four teachers making more money now that wasn't the exact example whatever if we go with that then anyone who ever says anything bad about us or our show is automatically anti-teacher so we just need to like stake our foot in the easy stances like racism is bad well, if anyone ever says anything, I mean, I don't know if it's necessarily going to go over universally. Like, I feel like Milwaukee might have a problem with that. Yeah, but if they if they say something bad about our show, then they're you know they're for racism. Yeah, but they also 
gave a standing ovation to a racist. So I feel like they're already okay with doing that. He was forgiven. Yeah. Paul's forgiven. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, but we gotta find we gotta find a few easy stances and take those. And if anyone talks bad about our show, then they're just anti those things. Well, we already said we're all pro insult, right? <laughs> all right, guys. Like it's like how I live my life, and like I get that you might not agree with it, but like it'd be okay, be like nice if you would stop like making fun of me and like just accept my life choices. Unbelievable. It's right. Really, it's gonna be a no for me, dog. No, whatever, really man. I don't even. If this was oh, Canada. Like, I hit you guys with a van. Sounds like Mike's pro sex. I wouldn't go that far. Crap! I just dropped my phone. Agree to disagree. I get nervous thinking about it. Okay. Ooh, um, breaking right. news. Uh, Wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Breaking news. We've got a final in Milwaukee. Uh, racist one, non-racist zero. No, I'm just kidding. Dodgers eleven, Brewers two. Push me to the edge. All my friends are dead. Push me to the edge. All my friends are dead. Push me to the edge. All my friends are dead. Push me to the edge. All my friends are dead. Okay. Uh, moving on to pour one out. Um, who wants to go first? Um, I think mine is very uh, in tune with what we've been saying lately. Um, I'm gonna pour one out for not racism. Uh, it uh, not racism <laughs> had a tough couple weeks. And it really culminated yesterday, and so, uh, yeah, I just wanted to pour one out for not racism. Yeah, that's fair. It's a good take. It's a good take. Bill? Um, pour one out. I would like to pour one out for Brewers pitching. It's just really bad, and it's garbage and awful. It's just, I don't I don't like it. We need pitching. We don't have good ones. Yeah. Uh, I want to pour one out for Kawhi Leonard because he has to live in really, really cold Canada just for a year before he can go to L.A. And I feel bad for him. Yeah, but what do you think is worse living in Canada or Texas? Because I, I would take Tim Hortons and nice people over anything Texas has to offer. I mean, as as someone who has visited Texas for three days one time, um, I, had, I had a good experience, so I would lean toward Texas, and I have been to Canada, I went there for an hour once, I got nachos, nachos went great, I would go Texas. Yeah, but you gotta remember, he's black in Texas, so, ooh, you know? Well, you gotta bring race and everything, Brady. Well, what the hell, Brady? I'm just a race baiting libcock. I'm sorry. Soy boy. It, yeah, it was pretty. I. You know what? Actually, I might be on board with the uh, Milwaukee cheering Josh Hader now because they were really just trying to own the libs and they were very successful. Yeah, uh, yeah. Applauding, applauding racism to own the libs. To own the libs. Hey, libs zero, racists one. Yep. You're right. <laughs> Sorry. 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 All right. Um, so DFA. Yes. DFA. Um, so here's the thing. I'm going to have to change mine because originally I did. I was going to DFA Brewers fans. I, I also was going to DFA Brewers fans. Just. Um, but I don't know. Your, your argument just a few moments ago um, about owning the libs it really swayed me so yeah i might have good here yeah okay well i'll let you think i am dfaing javi baez's brother um because javi baez would have won the home run derby if his brother could have thrown strikes did you did you you guys watch the home run derby right no i worked that night same okay well i think javi baez took more pitches in the home run derby than he has all season and his brother literally could not throw a strike so we're sending didn't Bryce Harper cheat yeah yeah he did but it doesn't I mean he's a cub already so it doesn't matter for me I'm 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 on board I gotta back him because he's a cub if you guys I I don't like the cubs already I'm already turned on the cubs 
I understand. Same. Same. I understand. Uh, uh, all right, Brady, your DFA? Well, I was going to DFA Brewers fans because I think after you give a standing ovation to a racist, like two days after you find out he's a racist, I think you just need to go and get, you know, focus on your swing, really look at your mechanics, and just figure out where the hitch in your swing is and just, you know, take some, take some you know, sensitivity training in the minors for a little while, figure out what is and is not racism, and then come back. You are such a lib. Yeah, I'm a soy boy. All right, Bill? Okay, I, I did, a, did a lot of thinking. I sat on it for a while, I prayed on it, but I did find a new DFA that I want to talk about. Um, I would like to DFA win-loss records. Um, Brewers are down, they're going to be down three and a half games in the division. Um, and I think we're somewhere second in the wild card. So I think we should get rid of win losses and then everyone just gets in the playoffs anyway. <laughs> everyone gets participation appropriate. The denial of a Brewers fan. We're all winners. Okay. We're all winners. <laughs> just, let's just end the season today. We all tried hard. You know, we all did our best. It's true. It's true. All right. That's our show. Thank you. Or you're welcome for listening. Um, and we'll see you next week. Bye. What does that mean? To play us out.